everyone, it's Tiff the Weekender, and I'm here in Long Beach, California, visiting my lovely mother. And I thought it was a great opportunity to uh, talk to her and see how she's been able to go from Jungle Girl to Seven Figures. Um, she's done a host of things, including being a senior master at Shackley Corporation in the last six years, and also real estate and insurance. and. She's a mentor to millions of people out there in the world, including myself. Um, so I just want to ask you, Mom, um, what has been the most profound experience in your journey so far? Because I know you have a lot to go, but so far, what has been the best experience? The best experience is from the jungle to the land of opportunity. Yeah! <laughs> the freedom of speech, the freedom of do the things that you want to do. The sky is the limit, right? To what you can reach to your foolish human potential. I'm so excited about life every day that I get up. Because I get to do an amazing things, helping other people beside myself. So every day we're focusing on helping people. Because of that, we do better in life and we feel good. At the end of the day, I get to sleep well, knowing that if there's any heaven, I'm going to go to the highest heaven I could be. So where did you uh, get your philosophy of helping others first come from? Where did that come from? Well, the philosophy has been built in for generations to come. I just never really get where it came from. But the more I speak about my ancestors, how they, you know, from generation after generation, what they have done, you know, all they did, just focusing on helping people, to maintain their health, helping them building homes, and, you know, like to be helpful and concerned about other well-beings. And because of that, I think it built in me, and that's what I like to do. I mean, it makes me happy when people's happy. I like to see people um, doing better in life, and, you know, it's not easy. It's very challenging, but nothing is easy. Life alone is very challenging. So I figured it out that I have nothing to lose because I lost it all during the war and now all I do is gain but through doing learning, researching and all of that things that I want to do and um, I value education and knowledge and skills and everything else so and put it together and then figure it out what I really passionate about. So first I'm passionate about being healthier and then help other people to be healthy and travel the walls and get all the benefits that they could receive and then uh, teach the, teaching them to teach others like power duplications and then I also help them with protection you know I'm in the insurance industry and also in real estate so I'm pretty much all the way around mm -hmm. because of that it makes me feel like wow our opportunity in America is endless. You don't have to be like, you know, good at one um, thing. But if you can be good at more than one thing, you got a multiple streams of incomes. That's what I'm interested in. I don't want to rely on one 
income because if something happened, who knows? God forbid it, you know. And um, but I'm happy. Whatever that I do, I put people first. So, mom, I know that um, you have made it and lost it, and made it and lost it. And so, can you walk us through what goes through your mind um, when you have lost? your fortune and you're getting ready to, I mean, you're one of the most resilient people that I know. And so how do you cultivate that mental strength that you have to keep going every day? Well, um, you lost everything and gain everything or anything. It's, it's, you know, I don't look at losing as losing. I look at losing as an experience, like, that's mm-hmm. how I get better at mm-hmm. it. You know, what do I get to lose? I lost it all before I came to America. And before America, you know, my mom and dad had, they got a good uh, wealth and they lost it all overnight. And then we um, came to America. I didn't have anything. I started with zero penny and then went to school and uh, get my licenses and became successful. And then I lost it, and then make it again, and I lost it again until I know that, you know, the only thing that I don't want to lose is my health. When I lost my health, that's everything. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm focusing on to be healthier so that I know when I'm healthier, well will come with my health. Mm-hmm. I have my health. I have everything. That's why I do what I do mm-hmm. because the company that I'm with gave me an opportunity to do what i really passionate about. Mm-hmm. So for other people out there listening right now, um, what are things to look for in a company when you want to partner up with them? What are you looking for when you evaluate your opportunities to see if you want to actually commit to the things that you want to do? Well, one things that you a few things that you want to look for in the company, that the company has a really strong integrity and the longevity and the leadership. And um, and the company that you work for, it has to be worth doing it and then leaving the legacy for the next generation to come, your kids, your family, whoever you might want to leave the legacy to. Mm-hmm. So for me, legacy is very important to the next generation because when I'm dead, I don't take anything with me. Um, what I need to do is to, you know, have per- people carry my legacy. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I know a lot of uh, people really look up to you and find you super inspiring. Um, so what kind of legacy is is in your vision? What do you want to leave behind? What I want to leave behind is um, what most intelligent and great people leave behind. For example, um, uh, like... Apple. Apple changed the world, right? We need one of the Apple's tools. If you don't have the uh, technology, you wouldn't be able to do what you do. Mm-hmm. So um, with me, i focusing on health and helping other people to be healthy and teach other people to be healthier. And then the income is unless, you know, mm-hmm. I get paid unless, they get paid unless. So therefore, 
my legacy will spread around the world, pretty soon they will know whose narrative is, and not just me benefit from it, the people that duplicate my legacy, they receive the same benefit. So, and also, you know, um, it's very important to to teach someone who can teach someone and teach someone and um, leave that around the world. Just like, you know, the gospel, people that found that Jesus was the one who, you know, teach one twelve apostle and through twelve apostle now we have uh what Christians like millions, billions of people around the world. So that's the legacy I wanna to leave to the people. Mm-hmm. I do it. How do you do it? Good question. So how do you do it? Walk us through a daily life of Nary Vin. The daily life of Neri, when Neri every day doing nothing but doing everything else. <laughs> Neri focus on the people by identify the relationship with the people that Neri can talk to. Mm-hmm. Somebody like Neri or similar. So what Neri did, get up in the morning, I'm like Churchill's. I do most of my work. On my bed, <laughs> you know, I eat on the bed. I do work on my bed. Sometimes I didn't even get up. I make like a, what ten, twenty phone calls and got twenty, thirty respond. Check on my Facebook messengers and all of that good stuff. And then talking to people just to find out what they they interested, what their interests are, mm-hmm. and then find what's suitable for the people. Mm-hmm. It's not what's suitable for me. I know when I take care of the people, money will come. So that's why I have varieties of product. What fits them, I give them the service. And then follow up is the main key. Mm-hmm. I always call them one or twice a week at least, or sometimes three, four times a week, depend who want to listen to me more. You know, some mm-hmm. people like to be listened to me maybe once a week or want to hear from me twice a month or one every other month or every other year. Some people like to talk to me three, four times a day or it's depend. That's why your job to identify who you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. When you know them, you build a relationship with them and find what is suitable for them and they thank God that you can be the person who solve up their problem. Whatever problem you can help, you can solve. Be their servants. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. Shackley said, don't worry about the dollars and cents focusing on humanitarian work. Because you do that, people trust you. When they trust you, they come to you. Whatever you recommend, they will follow you. Because the only thing that's going to last in this earth is people. And when you have people, Especially good people, people like you, you only need a few to conquer the world. That's powerful. Building relationships is super powerful. So it for is. The, for the people that um, are listening right now, what kind of advice can you give them for them to identify the right kind of relationships that they want to be involved in or what kind of leadership uh, skills or, you know, what do they look for? How do they spend their time? I'm sure everyone and anyone out there looking for a mentor and coach, either even a young adult or even the little kids, they're looking for a great mentor and a great coach. You know, um, like I said again and again, identify the people 
and see what they really want to do in life. Even some people didn't expect much. They only just to want you to call just to say hi, and it's everything for them, and then help them figure it out, what they really want to do in life, what their human fullest potentials are, mm-hmm. and then care for them, nurture them. It's like plant the seed, you know, um, some seed that you put on the ground, if it grow on the rock or it grow on the dry uh, ground or it dry on the uh, it goes to the 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 place that has the most soil mm-hmm. and then you pick the one that that are growing fast and uh, what you call uh, um, that are a good seed and then you spend the most time with the people that really want to grow and do it and coachable mm-hmm. and the people that say oh, I don't know I still have to figure it out fine. That's why you do based on their personality and what they really want you to do. Not, not you can't be force everybody to do uh, things that people don't want to do. People got turned off when you tell them what to do. So in my uh, leadership, I never tell them what to do except to tell them my story, how I did it, or how I become successful. And I do it every day, even though after day after day, day after day, I show them that, you know, I don't just talk to talk, but I talk to talk and walk to walk. So either they do it or they don't. I'm still finding the people who's going to do what I do. So what you're saying is to uh, for people to set a good example so that people will follow what you do, not what you say. That's correct. Because if you just tell them what to do and you don't do it and there is no inspiring, no motivating motivation for them to get up and go. So I every day and I make sure my people know what I'm doing too. I share everything and anything. I don't have anything to hide. You know, I FaceTime uh, things that I do. I share what I do. I Facebook what I do. Mm-hmm. All of that good things that people see me doing the things that you know, I preach. I don't just go out there and preach. There's That's no secret. Why. There's no secret for me. People mm-hmm. say, oh, my God, they're not going to pay to come to your meeting because you share everything and anything. That's okay. God bless me another way, you know. Mm-hmm. I Add value. Yeah, add value. It, I don't have to hide anything. And um, that's life should be. That's great. That's awesome. So... Um, for people who are just starting out in their new ventures or entrepreneurship, um, what kind of advice can you give them? What did you struggle with the most when you first started uh, your entrepreneurial journey when when you were 18? Oh, wow. That was the scariest part ever because that time, you know, um, I had uh, your dad who was working by himself and me working part-time and trying to go on a career journey who maybe bring something or not bringing something based on the result and the effort. That inspired me to put more time into learning prospecting. Prospecting is the best ever. You know, it doesn't matter cold market or warm market. You always have to do face-to-face. You know, go out there, meet people. Um, where you find the comfort or discomfort zone that you can go out there, just introduce yourself, talk to people, get to know people, meet anybody, everybody, no judgment. Mm-hmm. And then 
pass your business card, tell them what you do and how you do it, ask them for referrals, you know, and all of a sudden people always see you around and then you dress up nice, mm -hmm. set an example of being a professional and and people see you doing it and being honest about yourself and have a good reputation, not ripping people off and not, you know, say this and do that. And you got to stay true to your, to your integrity. That's the number one thing, good reputation. You always survive. Even you lose it, you gain again. You make it again because of your reputation. Mm, having you go, good integrity. Yeah, have a good integrity. If you don't have that, forget that. You never go anywhere. So that's the number one thing. And then stay true to yourself, to your people. Go out there, introduce yourself, meet people. And all of a sudden, people uh, get to see you. You know, people want to do business with people they can trust. So you want to mm -hmm. earn trust. Uh, you know, and then after all that time, people do business with me and I take care of them. I care for them. I follow up. I build a relationship, keep relationship for years. Now it's like, what, you're 26 years old, and I still have all the people that I have been doing the business with, and whatever that I do, they follow me. Mm -hmm. And I got more new people follow me, more and more and more and more. So I never run out of leads, actually, and I never have to go door knock, I never have to go on the cold call, because I'm out there helping people, service the community, do what it takes to expose myself, being my own billboard. That's how I become successful. So the common theme that I keep seeing in all of your answers is build relationship, build integrity in those relationships. And those mm -hmm. are the most important things um, to do. Um, so and get your skill down. Know what you're doing. And uh, follow up is the best thing. Uh, take your time listening to the people. Uh, like I said, people don't care what you know. They care when they know that you care for them. Mm -hmm. That's when they're willing to do what it takes. I don't tell people, go do this, do that. But because I show how much I care, they're willing to go extra miles. Same thing with me. When people show that they care for me, I go extra miles, you know, right. because I know that it's my it's good for my own benefits. If I do X, Y, Z, even though I don't care how much people, how much money my upline make from me or whoever sponsor make from me, but the most important is me. Mm -hmm. It's me being happy. It's me receive all the blessing, all the benefit. So if I'm happy, everybody else happy. I don't care who's out there making more money, making less money, but I make sure whoever that I bring along, that they happy that they taking care of, you know, I'm not perfect, but like the rest of the people, but I every day try to be close to perfect, you know, to live in the gospel uh, life. And um, we can only do so much as a human, but if you focusing on helping do the best you can every single day, you're never going to lose. You're going to win all the way through, you know. Like I said, I don't do everything in it. I don't do anything, but I do everything. Yet I do everything. Yeah. Every day. That's amazing. So, you know, just being in integrity with yourself is as just as important as being in integrity with all your relationships mm -hmm. that you have out there. And service to humanity comes first, and that's shown to be so fruitful for you. I mean, you've been so successful in literally everything that you do. Mm -hmm. So just to switch gears a little bit, um, tell us a little bit about how you see new technology fitting into your life and how that has 
um, how that has positively or negatively affected um, your business. Well, the high tech is only good when it's a high touch. Mm -hmm. The high touch comes first. I don't care how good you are with your technology, but if you don't have the relationship with people, you know, you might do well, but it's only one or two shots, but, you know, people still have, still have feelings. So what you want to do, you still have to feel people first, and then you go for the high touch, high tech. I think high tech is very important. Um, I didn't know much when I first, like six, seven years ago, I couldn't even know, you know, I don't even know how to text. But now I can text, I can do email. It's not as good as I wanted to, but I still can improve. But it's not the most important things. The, the, the most important part is that, you know, the things that I told you what's important, I do the most important parts like, you know, um, build a relationship with people, follow up with people, show them how much I care for the people, all of that good stuff. Technology, I can hire people to do what I don't want to do. There's a lot of stuff that I don't want to do, like a secretary work and uh, pushing paper. I'm not that type of person. But I like to brainstorm inside my head and just go and do this, do that. Sometimes you might think I'm crazy. I'm all over the place. <laughs> I don't have any agenda. I'm not organized, but uh -huh. yet I'm very organized. Right. You know. I want to, I also want to ask you about that. So, you know, in a day, you seem like you get so much done. Um, and I have interviewed and listened to many, many successful people who swear by waking up early and, you know, doing that um, to have more hours in a day. But, Exercising, you yeah, know, and jump all into the cold stuff. and hot water. <laughs> <laughs> so, so knowing you, um, you know, you wake up in the middle of the day and uh, you go to sleep at a reasonably okay hour. I mean, you know, ranges from midnight to <laughs> 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, but you're not up an excessive amount of hours. So um, t tell us about how you become productive in less hours than most people have when they're trying to be successful. In my sleep, I guess. <laughs> While I'm yeah. sleeping, I'm arranging my schedule and thinking who I'm going to be talking to pretty much and wrote down the stuff, the people that I want to identify every single day. I wrote them over and over, mm -hmm. you know. Enough for them to feel of my energy that I'm calling them, mm -hmm. <laughs> that they'll be the next one to be helped, or you can call a victim, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So because I do it so much over and over, I wrote down their names, you know, I could write down 10 minutes, 100 names out of my head, you know, and I and don't have... After you write down the names, then what happens? Then what happens? I identify what I'm going to do with that person. So I'm calling them and talk to them. I don't even have to tell them anything. I just ask them how they're doing and what they're doing and listen to their life story. And they ask me, what are you doing? And then I share the story of what I've been doing most of the time. It's good about technology. They already see what I'm doing on Facebook mostly, and they admire that. And they like, oh wow, you know, it's you because you've been successful. You can do it. I cannot do this, do that. Every excuses in the world, and I know, oh, this person need a lot of work, right? So mm -hmm. you can't just tell them if it get into their head a little bit. It's good, and if it's more, and then you always call back to kind of talk to them and 
every time you talk to them, you're trying to kind of test the water where you can push and where when the right time, the right place, you know, and do it consistency, not just one or two times, because you see that potential. So you don't quit on that person. You are building up the relationship, make it, uh, they trust you. And when she trusts or he trusts you, they take the time lesson to you. And that's when you can kind of mentor and coach through that, you know, um, the time that they give it to you. And then all of a sudden, boom, whatever you want them to do, they will do it because you already pretty much know what they good, what they're going to be good at with your mentorship, with your coach, you know, through that. You trust yourself. They don't trust uh, themselves. And if they trust you to let them, to walk them through the journey together, holding their hands and everything else, they will love to do that. They're willing mm -hmm. to be coachable. They be more open mind for you to talk to them more and give you a referrals and do what it takes. Mm -hmm. That's what people do. Yeah, so again, I'm hearing just the quality of the relationship is more important than quantity or how many hours that you're awake or mm -hmm. anything like that. It's just you build quality relationships with integrity. Mm -hmm. So that is a powerful message. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome, girl. I just want to thank you, Mom, for taking the time to share your wisdom with us. I know that there is more to all of your wisdom and success. And, you know, I'm so humbled by you and how humble you are about everything that you do and what you have created. Um, you inspire me every day. And I know you inspire thousands and hundreds and thousands of people all around the world. And you're going to continue to keep doing that um, all around the world. And it's just, you know, simple building relationships. And um, you really live up to what you preach. And I think that that's something that, um, that people are going to have to learn if they want to be as successful as you. So are there any closing thoughts um, for everyone tonight? Sure. What I'd like to say, thank you, Tiffany. You have been the best daughter for me in the world. Very, not that coachable, but now <laughs> that you Thanks. see... What the example that I set, and you want to go somewhere in life, and it's such a blessing to have a daughter who's so beautiful, so intelligent, and see this early on in life that she's going to have a very bright future because she see, you know, that you know, as a parent, you set an example. Uh, like any kid, they been in, they they grow up insecure. Even me too. I wish I had my mentor uh, that can coach me early. But you know, I I see by an example. My mom didn't really talk much about what I should do, but she show uh, by action, and then action translated to what I am today. So and you so lucky to have me and <laughs> and we're both lucky so because of you and set an example we both can help parents and daughter who unfortunate who looking for a good uh, mentor and coach as mm -hmm. a mother and daughter you know um to help them to change life whatever they want to do in life doesn't have to do what we do but whatever they want to do in life 
we can help them to get out of the depression, the whatever, the insecurity that they have between their family, between people, between the world, between whoever. So I have the confidence that we can help more people around the world. And I thank God every day that I have such an amazing daughter and so lucky to have her do what I do and have the same passion or even more to help people, not just young people, young adults, but people in general. So I really appreciate you, appreciated you and thank God that God sent you to us. And um, because of that, it made me a better person. Thank you, thank Mom. You. That was very kind. And, you know, everything that I know, I learned from you. Um, and mostly just watching you, what you say and what you do, um, they're mostly the same. But I, I see more what you do, and that would that's what drives me more than anything. So thank you so much for setting a good example for me, but not, not only for me, but all of the families out there that really need the support mm -hmm. and the love. Because our relationship is not perfect, mm -hmm. but we get to work on it every day, and I think that's a blessing all in itself. Mm -hmm. So thank you uh, for your time. And thank you I hope for you come back to visit me on this me. podcast. <laughs> yes, I will. Thank you, everyone. Have a Merry Christmas. Love you all. Love you all.